Gets open for three. Dagger! The kick in, here it comes. Swing and a miss! And a World Series Game 7 winning Curly W is in the books! Washington Capitals are the 2018 Stanley Cup champions! You like that? You like that? I like that. You gotta like that, right? My approval ratings keep going up. Sorry to keep you waiting. Complicated business. Welcome in. Defeating the Curse. We are live. It's a Monday show. This one should be good. LP is in the house. FB is in the house. It's good to see you boys. The Commanders go to New England, and they do something that I think two of the three of us expected them to do, which was win the game. Um, it was not pretty. We can talk about Sam and the just terrible interception he's still developing and i think he deserves some credit and some grace here with regards to growing pains it's the first game also for the defense without a you know without two first round picks uh being on the field for them and you know drafted a couple years back now um i actually didn't get a chance to look at sweat's box score but i will do that here while uh while we're talking uh, but overall, the commanders, I mean, they they had to get this win. I, I saw the big zero there, FBA. They, they, they had to get this win. They did it. My biggest takeaway, besides the there was a lot of who wore it best uh, shtick online yesterday between Belichick and Ron with the hands folded on the sideline, just kind of pacing up and down. I, I My biggest takeaway was I don't want either of these guys here uh, next season. That, that That's like the, the the one thing for me is I don't want I don't want Billy B here. I know his boy just got fired again with the Raiders, and we got to talk about Antonio Pierce. I was so excited to see him get a shot. Um, and this just the, the, I mean, as dysfunctional as the skins, commanders, whatever can be at times, the Raiders are so much worse. They are so much worse, basically, in, in almost every facet. But let's talk about this game a little bit. LP, I know uh, Stevie told us he watched zero, exactly zero minutes of this game, and I'm not surprised. Uh, I was actually planning to not watch a lot of it in real time. Um, things happened, and I, I ended up at home and able to watch. And I watched pretty much the whole thing in real time. It's a very rare thing for me to be able to watch it start to finish without uh, you know just commercial breaks, basically. Um, it, it, they did some things well. They did some things not well. Um, I, for me, I, I think Howell looks as good as I could have ever dreamed, to be very honest, about a guy basically with 10 games under his belt at this point. He leads the league in passing attempts, I believe. He leads the league in passing yards, I believe. So, I don't know. What's your big takeaway from this game? I mean, they had to win this, and it's not surprising that they did. I don't know. Where do do you point and say? It was still in Foxborough, right? Like, the Patriots are not a good team, but it was still in Foxborough. They still have a decent defense. And as horrible as uh, Belichick is, he's probably still a better coach than Ron. Agree. Don't want any of them here. Nowhere near Washington, but He's still probably a better coach than Ron. Uh, the offense put up 400-plus yards. Howell was uh, over 200 at half. Uh, he had a good game. Like th- The pick was awful. I mean, you yeah. throw that pick in the red zone at the worst time of the game. Like th- that, was, that was horrendous. Like, and and he, he owned it. He said, I need to throw that ball away. Apparently, he was trying to throw it away, but just fluked on it. Um, and the defense... Uh, you know, we lost two of our probably top five players on defense, maybe seven players, and the defense looked exactly the same. The defense still stinks. Um, zero sacks, but you know, there were there were there was a lot of pressure, and 
we got to talk about KJ Henry. That was not a dirty play. It was at not all. a dirty play. That it was, was a as clean as a sack as you can get. That was the whole nine, and he got it taken away, and that sucks. That's that was his. That was going to be his first sack of of his NFL career, yes. and yes. he he did not jump on the guy either. Like he laid him down gracefully. It, yeah, that that. Not just a sack, but a, a sack fumble. It, it would have been a huge yeah. momentum shift. And to, your, and to your point, LP, like it, when you watch the reverse angle on it, like he's his his leg, KJ's leg hits the ground too. It's not like he pancaked the guy. Uh, he didn't pancake Mac Jones. Like he tried to not like fall on him. It's just a bad call all around. They yeah. got to fix this out. Fix this. Um, but they they also I understand the flip side of it too. They they're putting this re- repeated emphasis on calling it correctly, even if it's blatantly not what it's supposed to be. I don't know. It's a, it's just a bad call. It depends uh, on the team and the quarterback, though. I, I think you're very right about that, FP. But, I, I I mean, you were very critical. I listened to the midweek show you boys did about, uh, you know, regarding Montez and uh, and Chase being shipped out for not enough, in my opinion. I think you guys were a little bit more bullish. or, or I, I wasn't thrilled about what they got in return for, uh, for Chase or for Montez. Um, and I'm not surprised that the Bears – extended Montez, but we could talk about that in a second. But FP, you, you're watching this defense yesterday. Was there a noticeable I mean, I, there definitely wasn't a fall off. I mean, they 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 they're averaging less points given up right now without those guys than they were. And obviously it's a one sample it's a one game sample size, whatever. Um, and it's a Mac Jones led Patriots sure, horrible team. Sure. But the defense yeah. didn't look schematically that different to me. No, I, I think I mean we all know JDR. He's he's not gonna change his his game plan from week to week but yeah the defense didn't have a, a terrible fall off i mean two hill didn't do bad jsw i mean honestly jsw had the the heads up uh play of the game where he sat down injured and allowed ron the chance to challenge oh okay, so, hold on hold on are, are we are we all just going to accept like i know what i saw and that's certainly what i think i saw that's 100 percent what you saw all right and 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 he was basically signaling Ron, hey dummy, do something. I'm gonna yes, I'm gonna flop around over here for a little bit. A hundred percent. That was heads up football. LP called it on the spot the second JSW went down. It's exactly what happened. And and there's another conversation to have for another time that Ron needed a player to do that. But well, I think that's the conversation. Well, I mean, no, saying, it's going around the NFL. He holds his yeah. challenges and his his timeouts as if he can carry them from game to game. Like I don't I don't understand. Like they've got to get someone on the staff just to be in. Un, they in have someone on the staff, and they need another person. And then he doesn't put his cough drop in fast enough to to. It's, I mean, he moves like molasses. But if if that's truly what happened, I mean, hundred percent what happened. They'll never admit it. see it. I mean, JSW well, was on the sideline, totally fine the second the challenge flag got thrown, and he was in the next happens, play. Right? Like. It, <laughs> The rules are probably going to change on that. I forget what game it was a couple of weeks ago, but there was a coach yelling, "Get down, get down, get down!" to one of the players. Right? Uh, Chargers. I think it was Shan- was it Chargers game? Chargers. Yeah. That rule is probably going to change in the off season. The tush push is going to change. Uh, the rules. No, change. Push is fine. It's fine. It's a football. What's the problem? I, I don't know why yeah, people it's are just so called the QB sneak. You just have to get a yeah. QB that can squat. What's, what's interesting. Pounds. Is the Eagles are now running plays out of it, like they did it last yeah. week and they did it again last night. They had one play that basically was a, uh, um, where did I see it? It was like a double handoff or something. I don't know what I saw, but but like I, I don't I don't know on what grounds you would say the tush push is not uh, is not a legal play. It's totally legal. It's a quarterback sneak. 
with a little extra emphasis. Yeah, I mean, no, if, it, if it is legal, but I'm just saying they're, they're going to change the rules and it'll be illegal. I mean, the NFL's done it so many times. Uh, who was it that got concussed on the the Trish Push? It was another team. Was well, why, on what grounds would you object to the play or, or say that it's illegal? Why is it? Why would it? They're going to say it's dangerous. No, no. I mean, no. No, it, it, it's a it's a play that I moves think it's, uh, one yard at very slow. Yeah, speed. I, I don't I don't think we're gonna see the tush push take off the way the wildcat did because they don't like you need a certain type of person. Can we, can, can we as DC play. fans not call it the tush push? It's a QB sneak. It I don't. We sneak. don't have to dress it up and be a brotherly shove. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's the quarterback. It's Philly fans being Philly. It, it's big fatty's just pushing them forward. Well, it's fine. well it, it's also changed a lot too because originally, like someone was behind Hertz actually pushing Hertz. Now that doesn't happen. I mean, it's just it's Hertz on himself well, yeah, and it's the lineman going Hertz, going low. But give him credit too. He he, he squats like seven hundred pounds. Right? Yeah. It's the video they want me to it's, see. It's changed every, because we don't have QBs that are built like Peyton Manning anymore. I mean, our QB is not built like our QB here. Howell is like five seven or five eight or whatever. He's not that big. Five nine. He's six feet. I know. I know. Like, but um, he's got some. He's got a lot of muscle. Uh, in the also, lower half of his body. I mean, he's, he's not. But he's, he's not, not RG three knees. Seven. He's not six seven, right? He can't necessarily always see over the offensive line, and and the offensive line. That's that's another I think point uh, that it, it, we would be remiss not to at least talk about the improvement on the O line. They're less leaky, right? I th I think the Paul the, the 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 Chris Paul like they they've got to stay. Larson coming in for Nick Gates is is the the move that Ron needs to start his run every year. There's one personnel change, and then Ron starts I mean, his are run. You, are you full that on conspiracy the theory, though? Like he he went he did this on purpose? No, no, no. He didn't do it on purpose. He's truly an idiot. He's dumb. He is a bad talent evaluator. He did nothing on purpose. He 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 just has old dad syndrome, where he thinks he's making the, the smartest move in the room, and he's the last to admit he was wrong. Yeah. So unless so you guys is, know, he, you guys he, know that Ron is nine and one in November. As insane, a commander's head coach, insane oh, stat. I don't, I don't, I don't want to. It's happening. We're going to go on a run. It's going to be a fake run. So Come we, December, we we're going to crash down. I mean, uh, and, and hey, guess what? Our guess what? Our record against the Seahawks uh, all time is in Seattle. Twelve and two. No, it's like know. seven and one or eight and one. Really. Outside of the playoffs in the regular season, we're like, like eight and one or seven and one. Always had our number going back to like the early two thousands. With the, that's always yeah. in Washington. That's in Washington. Yeah, I think it was the 06 playoff. Well, it's true because when we went there, that's that's the the game where like Trent Williams punched the guy or whatever. That's yeah, the, we come. And you remember there there was the Josh uh, Dotson, Doxson, Josh Doxson. Uh, like his only game he ever oh, did true. anything in the NFL right. was in Seattle. There was the the Kirk Cousins game in Seattle. I mean, yeah. it's it's early, but I, I I would be I'm scared of this game, and I I don't think I don't think we have the defensive personnel to stop all of the offensive I, wide receivers in particular of Seattle. I was I was telling LP if you put Forbes on DK Metcalf and repeat him versus AJ Brown. Essentially, essentially the same thing. Your your guy was doing. Yeah, I, I don't know what's the little is he tweeting. Is he chirping? Is that what that is? I, I don't I know what no that idea. is. Someone yeah. needs to ask him. Someone needs to ask him. But I, he I, was I also wanna... ripping uh, BSJ's lockdown celebration as well. The guy's all over the place. 
I mean, I, I, I'm I'm not a, I'm never a fan of peacocking. You, like you still got to know, like, hey, you're you're still on a losing team. Like you're you're four yeah. and five. You were benched for a week, and but, you, I mean, you got, I, you got I, lit I up. It, right? I, you know, I, I fine. Like some of it's players have game. to hype each hype, hype themselves up and, and get into the game. But since actually, now that that you got me on it, like the running to the end zone to celebrate as a team thing, that has to stop too. Like I'm not I'm if not a fan of that. If That's, it's as a team, I'm all for it. No, I I don't like it. I think it's dumb. I'm no, I'm all for camaraderie. If you no, do I, something, I want you good to save your energy on the so you can make a field. So don't run 60 yards to the end zone to post. No, no, no. I don't agree with you on that one. Now you're just being a no. We're not good. You're not good enough. Old boomer. curmudgeon. You're not yeah, good enough for that. You're being a boomer. I want to go about that. <laughs> I want to go back to I want to go back to the box score here for a second. Howell uh, throws the ball 45 times, 325. LP talked about that already. I want to talk about Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson for just a second. It's probably Gibson's best game of the season. Maybe not statistically, but he he looked the Broncos game. Maybe he, he better statistically, but he had six up like straight up carries, average six yards a carry, just under it. He looked good. Um, Robinson. The fumble was tough, but he did something on the side, like during, like after it was recovered. Did you see him like pounding the ground? Like he was upset. Yeah. He was upset with himself. Like he he knows. Like I I actually really appreciate that type of emotion when when a player kind of like lets you see right. they're upset with themselves. Um, but he, I mean he he went I think sixty three yards. He had that touchdown. He he looked good, right? He looked serviceable, right? Like I think he continues to kind of be that guy who's he's gonna just fall forward for four yards, three yards, four yards consistently. Um, and then, you know, let's talk about these receivers too. I, it, the standout for me was probably Jahan. I think his routes look good. It's less drops, I guess, but he, his routes look good. Um, Terry continues to be that guy. I'm really struggling to see Terry as a legit stud number one. And and I don't know why, but like, I keep having this thought in my mind that like he is like, he reminds me of Ocho Cinco, and I, I don't know how to get that out of my brain, but that's who he reminds me of. Like a guy who can, like in spots, makes the amazing play, but you you can't just put him out there like an AJ Brown and just say, "Hey, go do it," and and he's gonna get it done every time. I, I don't know if that's a fair comparison or not, but that's the guy that for me he keeps coming. No, I I think he he's on the top end, the elite side of of receivers. I think it's a lot of it has to do with scheme, and a lot of it also has to do with having established wide receiver twos and, and kind of more depth, right? So like Dotson's good, but Dotson isn't feared as much as some of the other wide receiver twos in the league. So so there's no there's no real need to not focus all your energy on Terry. And then you have people like like Crowder came in, he did great for Curtis Samuel, which is amazing because yeah. he's 85 years old. And then we we featured Pringle he had a, a, a couple of really good catches, and he he kind of showcased his Kansas City magic of of scramble drill that he used to do with Howell. He does it with, or that he used to do with Mahomes. He did with Howell, yes. and and that saved us a, a few times yesterday. It, it was nice to see Howell spreading the ball around. But I think if it ever comes down to it, from from scheme and and matchup and what the defense does, I, I think Terry could take over a game we've seen terry take over a game he, yeah. he has that ability it's, it's a lot of it's scheming but he doesn't take over the way like you you can't he's not like a tyreek hill right he's he may have similar speed but he's never in a position to catch the ball you know juke left juke right and then just blow past the bunch. but, he's but that's, no, that's that's not his but then, yeah you, you need to watch those miami games because tyreek he'll have two or three flashy plays and his speed 
makes it the highlight reel, but he he's 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 the same receiver, right? Like it, I, I he's just being that. schemed open better. And as we as we could see the last two weeks, Bienemy has gotten better at scheming. I think I think I think yeah. his play calling has improved as he's hundred more reps with the team. But I would also like to see a couple more like focused target plays, like focus and target Terry and Jahan. Like Deami Brown is a, is a nice piece, but he should he shouldn't be getting four or five looks in this offense on a week to week basis. Yeah, I mean, well, I I mean why, why not though? Why not? Because so that is one thing that the, this offense is doing. Should, anytime, anytime I see Deami check into the game, I know he's running. A, he's running a go route like every single time, every single time. Yeah, but you you need that though. Yeah. Well, then put him out there as a decoy, right? And run run well, Terry in a shallow slant or something underneath it. Like do do some other some other thing. To get, like, yeah, the, I mean, the, the question the, is what what the, is Powell seeing at the time? The ball in this offense is spread around, right? In a Scott Turner offense, it was Terry, 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 right? And sure, he got his numbers. He looked dominant because he's better than most DBs and can beat them one on one. But the, I mean, seven players caught uh, multiple balls yesterday. Nine, nine, nine unique players caught a ball. I mean, that doesn't happen under Scott Turner offense. We had 900 yards of offense over two games. Hold on. Terry, Jahan, uh, Gibson is three. Diami, Logan is four, five. Crowder, Crowder Bates, Robinson. Oh, yeah, Bates. Bates had a lot. Yeah, that's the one. That's the outlier. Logan Thomas. Yeah. He stinks too. I mean, I'm done with Logan. I'm done with the Logan Thomas experiment. I need a real tight end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, I mean, you want to. A He's probably more of a tight end too. Guy from Iowa. He's not going to be the want. next great, like Redskin football team tight end, right? Like he's not. He's not. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think back here. Like Cooley. He's not Cooley or Fred, Fred Davis. Davis. Jordan Reed. Like these. Like he's not. He's not those guys. No. He's not those guys. Bless you. Really um, yeah, I, I think I'm done with the Logan Thomas experiment too. But, um, you know, but they, he's also never come back from his like he's not the same person he was pre-injury. Yeah, I mean, I mean you can see that. If, if all you're asking him to do is run the you know run six yards, turn, catch the ball, I mean, he's serviceable for that, right? But he's not going to stretch that that center. I think they used Gibson really effectively yesterday. I mean, that, that that's I I really uh, liked how they used Gibson yesterday, and more so, I liked you almost saw a more aggressive run style from Gibson. The scary part is. He's very prone to losing the football sure. when he does run that aggressive. So yeah, uh, uh, yes, yes. It, it was scary I, I looking better, yesterday a couple times. Yeah. He was playing for something yesterday. Two, yeah, and you could see that. I I agree with you on that too. The two names that I was expecting to hear called out a little bit more that on defense that that weren't called very much at all were Allen and Payne. I mean, they I think they had good games. I mean, just watching it, I haven't watched it back uh, a second time through just yet. But I, I think I think Allen had one solo tackle and and Payne maybe had two or three assists, right? But they were involved. But I was expecting a little bit more pressure, uh, and I don't really know how to quantify, you know, the the addition by subtraction kind of methodology that everybody was talking about. Like now with Sweat and Chase gone, what do you expect is going to happen? They're they're going to double team the guys in the center a whole lot more. I mean, and that, that's effectively what did happen. So I I think Chase. We'll see. I mean, he, obviously the 49ers aren't playing this week, but uh, with Sweat, did you boys follow the Sweat move at all? Like as far as like from a statistical perspective, you, FP, you put I mean, up I donut. Think, I think we checked it. I think he had. He had one pass defense. He yeah. had two tackles, two one tackles. solo. 
but his win rate, I, what I saw this morning, I, I, I went, I, I did a, I don't, I do not encourage anyone to go into Chicago bears Twitter, but if you do, um, they were really hyped up over his win rate. He, he was like the highest win rate for a defensive end yesterday. Right. And which is consistent with what we saw from him here too. Yeah. I, I, I literally told up this when we were watching the game, I, I said, these ends are not winning as much as uh, chase and, and sweat were, but what you saw last week was Chase winning a lot and then leaving that area open in a, for a gap, right? And yeah, the quarterback I, I just sweep, sweeping right into that area that Chase was supposed to be at. Win rate he won. means nothing to me. He, he almost got to the quarterback yeah, and then almost, almost created a hole. Quarterback also means nothing to me, right? I, I Jamin Davies getting burned every freaking play. Like I, I was I was on FP yesterday. Uh, I saw I saw I saw FP at church, right? And I was like, hey. I think Jamie Davis is going to sneak down and play defensive end. Like he's going to, they're going to put him on the line. Like Gron's going to do something bananas, right? To, to try to utilize that speed a little bit more. That didn't happen. Every time I paid it, I was locked in. Every time I look for 52 on the field, he's chasing someone. Like he is never, he's consistently not in the correct position. And that that's kind of wild. Um, you well, know, well, the long touchdown run was on him. 100% on him. Yeah. He uh, had a horrible yeah. angle. He took the, the shallow cross instead of a yeah. deep cross. No, no, no. The run. The, the, the run, run up the middle, answer. yeah, and he hit the wrong hole. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they asked uh, the junkies asked John Allen about that this morning, and and uh, you could tell he didn't want to say it, but it was you know well, jam and hit the wrong hole. He what, said what? between the the defensive line and the linebackers, uh, we had wrong gaps or something like that. Yeah, yeah. There's I mean, only one linebacker. There's only one linebacker. That that's correct. But, but look, listen. They improved to four and five. They they have a tough road game against the Seahawks. I think it's too early. What, what's your early tingle on this one, FP? A win or loss? Seahawks? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're a solid team, but they also got completely owned by the Ravens. But then again, the Ravens have the ability to completely own any team that people think. Yeah, well, I'm going to talk about the Ravens in a second. But what's your I, early I, tingle on this one, win or loss? If it's going to be a win, it's going to be one that we squeak, it's Seahawks. squeak out. It's Seahawks, Giants, Cowboys? Is that the next three? Yes. I think so. Yeah. Seahawks, yeah. Giants, Cowboys. Yeah. Cowboys on uh, Thanksgiving. They're going to ruin our Thanksgiving. I can feel it. Daniel Jones uh, torn ACL. He, you know, I don't cheer for injuries. It was tough to see him go down like that, though. Those non-contact. It was the same thing with Kirk a couple weeks ago. Um, and I I, I enjoyed the uh, – hold on. but I, We'll pivot back to this in a second. LP, what's your early tingle on the game? You got the, the commanders winning or losing in Seattle? I, I, I mean, 9-1 and one in November. They're, I think they're going to win. Wow. I think right. they win. It's okay, it's going to be it's going to be dependent. It's going to be one of those games where Joey Sly wins it for us or loses it for us. It's it's going to be that type of. Game. I want to fire him into the into the sun. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I, I, I no. No, thank you. No, thank hey, you. I, I still, no, I, he stinks. He, stinks. he hasn't sister, been that bad this year. Stole a ball from his front yard, though. You know the guy that they cut him for was also not that bad, and now he's gonna he's gonna go on to have a, a freaking Hall of Fame career. What, well, well, what is Sly, Ron, Sly, Ron Sly kicked a, a 61 year old, uh, 61 yarder two beat, weeks ago? He could kick it, he could kick it 100 yards. I will never clap for him. Yeah, no. Speaking of kicking, did you guys see the running back uh, in the Texans game who kicked the field goal to win? Yes. First time it's happened yeah. since uh, Welker in 2005, I think. I love seeing that. That's so yeah, awesome. Why not? Um, I do want to talk about the Vikings game. I don't know if you guys are caught up on highlights and stuff, but I, I want to talk specifically about about Josh Dobbs, right? Like he's, this is he's amazing. I don't understand like what happens. He, I, I also don't know why he doesn't have eyebrows, 
right? And and is alopecia. And okay, so another thing I do not recommend people doing is uh, going into Vikings Twitter this morning because <laughs> all people just shaving their eyebrows. I saw I saw the viral. There's a lot. There's a lot of just people shaving eyebrows this morning in solidarity. You stand with the uh, with Joshua Dobbs. So let, let's talk about the Vikings here. They were dead in the water. They started off terribly. And the narrative coming in this year was, hey, they won a whole bunch of games last year by one or you know one, two to three points, whatever it is. They can't keep that trend, and and obviously they started very rough out of the gate. The last couple of weeks they lose, um, they they lose Kirk obviously to an Achilles injury. He's done for the season. Even if he's a freak like Aaron Rodgers, he's not going to be back in time to to help them. Um, it's just too late in the season. I believe Cam Akers also went down yesterday, retore an Achilles. So like they're hurting at different positions. Um, but you look at they, they traded for Josh Dobbs at the at the deadline on ten thirty one, right? Tuesday, he has limited familiarity with. O'Connell from, uh, you know, from the various Jay Gruden, Shanahan, DC war rooms of past. Like, so he had an idea of the concepts, but didn't understand the full playbook. And they told him, don't cram, don't cram the playbook, cram the game plan. And by the end of the first quarter or second quarter, whatever it was yesterday, Dobbs gets his number called and he goes into the game. He rips off at least two or three different, very, very good runs. And then obviously leads them to a win. Dobbs was unemployed going into the season. Arizona cut their starter, pulled him in from bagging groceries and said, you're going to be our starter. And he did not play poorly for Arizona. Arizona then Arizona then shops their starting quarterback. When was the last time you saw a starting quarterback get traded at the trade deadline? And they send him to the Vikings. The Vikings call his number and they win the game. It's a phenomenal story. It's completely bananas and unsustainable. I don't know what kind of deal with the devil this guy made, but He's just, not. he's just freakishly I, I intelligent. I mean, he would be on a aer- he's he, he majored thing. in like aerospace engineering. Like he is by all counts and measures highly intelligent. Plus, he has the 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 mobility and the physical talent and the skill set to go along with it. And then when you're learning different playbooks, different offenses, it all comes down to terminology, right? So if he can if he can figure out terminology quickly, right? And if he has KOC, he had yeah. KOC in his headset just explaining concepts to him. Of, of cadence. What the he had was. him. He had him on. He was practicing he was, cadence he was, on the sideline. Cadence in the side, like during, like yeah. O'Connell basically said, "I I cannot pay attention to the defense right now. I need to work with my quarterback." Yeah. And they were literally on the sideline just working on on count and cadence, which is, which is crazy. And and the flip side of that. LP, I'll bring you in here. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't mean to, 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 to. You're just kind of staring at me. I know you want to get in on this. Arthur Smith, like, if there's a worse coach than Ron Rivera, it's got to be Arthur Smith. I like the whole, like, Top Gun look, right? I'm, I'm all in. We talked about that in the weeks past. You can't lose to a team that doesn't have its starting running back, quarterback, stud wide receiver. Uh, I think they were missing two defensive players, and they literally are playing a quarterback that they just traded for. And and they are so leaky everywhere. Bijan Robinson, it's too soon to say bust, but fantasy bust for sure. But I don't understand. Like that team doesn't have any identity. It was it was weird to see Taylor, uh, your boy Heineke, come out there and do some stuff, right? And he's still doing what lots of Yolo balls, lots of just slinging it. Gus, uh, you know, uh, I was gonna say Gus Farad, uh, Brett Favre style, but I, I don't know how Arthur Smith is still employed this morning. Like they've got to do something there. But that game was wild, and and both of those teams are going to be in the playoff hunt come, let's say, four or five weeks from now. And and you seem to be really hot on the Commanders. <laughs> are they are the Commanders better than both of these teams? 
Yes. <laughs> I don't know how that's a question. Arthur Smith is, I mean, I mean they're better. He, maybe they're, he, he's horrible. Okay. Bijan, I mean, yeah, yeah. Bijan's not. I don't think he's going to be a bust. I think uh, under Arthur being, Smith, he'll be a bust. Yeah. Same with Drake London. Same with Kyle Pitts. Uh, Arthur Smith is a well, Kyle, Kyle Pitts is a bust. He, he's 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 done. So let's he, let's see what happens after Arthur Smith leaves. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if Kyle Pitts was on this team, he would be great. He'd be better than Logan. Probably he would be. I mean, he probably would be under an EB offense. Probably your yeah. your your potential wild card teams here, right? That those last couple spots are you're thinking. I'm thinking Seahawks, Vikings, uh, Falcons. Buccaneers, I know the Buccaneers are maybe the best three and five team. I've like they are they're actually really good. I don't I don't know. Like they're well their record it'll is, be Cowboys and Seahawks probably as the seven and eight, right? Or the uh six well, and seven. I mean I'm assuming I'm assuming the Cowboys will make it, right? They're they're five and three, but they I mean they tough loss for them yesterday. But assume the Cowboys do make it. It's gonna be like the, the Rams are three and six. So I'm I'm looking at Seahawks at five and three. Vikings five and four, although I think that's fraudulent. Packers are three and five. Forget about the Bears. The Falcons are four and five. The Bucks are three and five, assuming the Saints will win that division. So, like the NFC outside of the Eagles, uh, you know, and maybe the 49ers, they don't and the Lions. They they don't look like tremendous. But that's why, like the Vikings, I was watching that yesterday, thinking like it's going to come down to Commanders or Vikings for that last playoff spot. And they're doing it without their starting quarterback, running back, or and I don't know when. Uh, when Justin's back, if he's coming back at all. So he can come back soon. Yeah. What hurts is and 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 this conversation is painful because it's that freaking Bears game and the Giants game that's gonna yep. ruin everything for us because let's do the if, quick math on that FP. If they flip those games, they're sitting here at what? Six and three? Yeah. Six and three. You're probably easily and if you very comfortable, that, that, that'll it's be the second best record two, in the NFC. Stupid Eagles. You're not yeah. seven and three. You're seven and two. Yeah. Very comfortable. Yeah. I'm pissed. Yeah. I mean, but the Bears just swiped the floor with us. So we could say we should have beaten them. Wasn't close. Well, the Bears are clearly playing for next season, right? They went ahead. I mean, the trade. I know you guys didn't like the trade, but I I, I like it from the Bears. I didn't I didn't dislike the trade. I like I, what I the Bears was, did. The Bears did I, the second round. They got thought it was insane how much sweat got paid. I That's, see, and I and you and I, I disagree on that. I think they 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 paid a guy at a position where they they won't need to address it in the draft. They can spend their their very high first round draft picks, the one they have and the one from the Panthers on offense, if they so choose. They got a defensive end for the long run. They've extended him. I mean, I, I think it's a great move for the Bears. Like if you're a Bears fan, I, I think you like that move. Sweat doesn't miss games. He's not a me 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 guy. Like he's, the money came because the the Bears traded a high second draft pick and and sweat was one year left right so like yeah so he, he was holding a gun to their head they had to like make it, it a hundred million to what, stay. what number would you have liked that I don't know. 85 it's just he he's not bosa and tj watt level uh, he's not he's, he's never had double dad double digit sacks like he's just not at that level to command that money so you guys may have heard me clicking away on my keyboard. What was I doing? Loud Khalil, keyboard. Khalil Mack, six years, 141 million. Okay. So remember the Bears traded Khalil Mack like four, three years ago. Yeah. And so they replaced him with Sweat, who's honestly not making that much less 
than Mac. I yeah. mean, if you look at the cap hits, I mean, I, I, I think it's good. I, if I'm the Bears, they're dumb. I'm the Bears. No, I'm I'm good with it. I'm good with it. I I, I don't mind it. I don't. They they got forced into paying to make sure that he's not a nine. Oh, nobody forced them. They didn't have to trade for him. Right? No, wanted, I mean they didn't want to spend a draft pick on an unproven defensive player. So they look around, they say, "Hey, we can get this guy for a second round pick. We can lock him up and not have to think about this position for the next four years." That's a good move. Yeah, it's they overpaid. It's the kind of foresight you would want the Commanders to have at certain positions instead of oh, always I, ending up in. Uh, I would be furious play. if the Commanders. Khalil Mack is making now. 21, 21 million this year, right? If the Commanders Sweat, sweat's going to be on an average of twenty two or something like that. Yeah, so it's if the Commanders. If the commanders go out and they get a, a free uh, a, a trade or a free agent and they give him premier money for somebody that we traded away, we've done that before. I don't want to you do You know that what again. I want the commanders to do? I want them to reassemble the line that that offensive line that was here when Ron came. Hey guys, sorry. Brandon Sheriff, please. I'm so, we're so sorry that we 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 had this uh numb nuts uh, come in and run the team. We'd like you to come back, please. We'll pay you whatever you want. Sheriff was never going to stay. Trent was never going to stay. The well, problem Sure. The problem is the 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 guys that were playing well, Ron still messed with those those yes. positions and, and moved well. Then he was and he was now buried out. And like you said, he was too stubborn to make the changes that were necessary. But this is the best the offensive line has looked now for two weeks in a row against against good defense. Two, two top but, ten but, defenses. But yeah. what's annoying is this is happening again, right? This happened last year when Trey Turner and uh, whatever the other numbnuts was. Got injured, right? And then we made him change on the offensive line because yes. Ron was forced to, and they started playing better. Tyler Larson came in; they started playing better. It's yeah. well, that's it's your deja guy. vu with Ron. No, it's deja vu. That's your guy. Well, he's not my guy. He's your guy. All right, I want to go around the league here. Uh, I'm gonna go top five, low five. Uh, tell me if you disagree. My low five is unchanged from last week. Okay, I got Panthers as the bottom, bottom Patriots, Broncos, Giants, Bears. Kind of basically the same. Where's the Cardinals? Version. No, I think the the Cardinals are the best crappy team I've ever seen. Not without Dobbs. Maybe not without Dobbs. Fine. I'll move the Bears up one. And and so the Cardinals are are one once one spot below, I guess, the Bears. I got the commanders in the sixteen to eighteen range as well. You guys any, anyone else you want to put in that to, in the bottom five LP? Cardinals are good a good poll, but I, I I still think they can beat. Well, I guess we'll see. We'll see now that they don't have a quarterback. I mean, the Patriots are two the, and seven. The Broncos, three. Uh, the Giants, seven. the Giants are going to be awful for the rest of the year. They they may be in the running for that number one pick. Well, you know they'll they'll have at least one victory over us. So the question that that's that that would be so interesting because did they go and they get like a Caleb Williams or something? Did they just they paid all I mean, the money they, for DJ and then just like mm, never mind? I mean, he's an it's an ACL. Uh, let's say an average of a year that puts him at the middle of next season. He only signed a two year contract. It makes no sense. Like well, he, Tarot, he's done for the contract. I think he'll be available within a week or two, and then he'll get injured again. That's fine. But I, Caleb Williams is an interesting one because I I, I know people are killing him because he hugged Cried. his mom and was crying. Yeah. But I am I maybe I'm in the minority. I don't I don't mind that so much. Like I don't I don't I don't know if I care. But it, I mean, first of all, USC sucks. They have a they have a commander's right. problem, right? No, no. They have a commander's problem wherein they have a defensive coordinator that I believe got replaced today who is hot garbage and they were they couldn't keep anybody from scoring on them. So even though Caleb Williams was playing great football, they're they're losing. And and, and Caleb Williams is crying out of frustration. It's just that's that's what that's coming from. I mean, he's literally out there balling. I, he's a good player. He'll, he'll be fine. Yeah, I don't know if he's 
number one overall. But a lot of people. That's why he's crying every every time one of these losses happens. He should shut it down. He's losing. He's losing millions and millions of dollars every time a loss happens because he's moving down in the draft. Yes. All right. I want to switch gears. Let's go top five here. I'm going. I'm go ahead. LP, go ahead. I was going to say he'll he'll bounce back, right? And the come off season, a lot of stuff is going to be forgotten. QB is the most important thing. Is a generational talent. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Well, well, look. I mean, look at look at the boy down. uh, Look at your boy down in in, uh, playing for the Texans, right? Who who had him? He's. I mean, it's unreal what he's doing. Unreal. Yeah. Right, and no, nobody had him in the top uh, top five quarterbacks coming out or whatever. I mean, he looked he looked great, great. I mean, look at our backyard. Sam Howell was a fifth round pick. You know, I mean, honestly, I, I feel, I'll, let's I, be honestly, honest. That's the biggest win over the last couple of weeks is, is no one refers we, to Howell as a fifth round pick anymore. Can we talk about how the the Redskins are maybe the only franchise out there that have found two legitimate starting quarterbacks in late rounds in Kirk and Sam Howell? It's like it's like a skill set of the team that we find legitimate QBs late in drafts. We'll let them walk too. I yes. mean, I gotta go. I'm gonna have to go through the mental Rolodex here to see if that's uh, we're the only team to pull late round starting quarterbacks. I mean, outside of the Patriots and Tom Brady, find me a fourth or uh, I guess, yeah. Okay, uh, that Dak, fourth or Dak, later. Dak and Romo, Dallas. It's actually wild when you think Romo's only been out of the league for like five years. Has it? Four years. Only been out? Actually, we, what we need to have is a conversation LP and I were having yesterday about where Dak lands as far as QB ranking and, and elite or not and where Kirk lands. Because I was saying Kirk is is upper echelon when he was in and Dak is not. Dak is, is out of the top eight QBs, out of the top ten maybe. I would take Kirk 10 times out of 10 over Dak. 100%. Any literally proven yesterday. Yes. Yes. That that final series a, Dak, a lot of that was on Dak. Dak has evolved a lot since his his bad, really bad injury where he, he he's not as mobile and can't run as well as much as right. in the past. And he, but Dak has also gotten it done with like the the Cowboys are always overhyped from a talent perspective in my opinion. Like CD Lamb is a legit number one. They don't have anyone else there. Dak is still getting his numbers, right? Ferguson is a serviceable tight end. He's making him look like a like a like an all pro. So I, I think Dak has done that consistently. Um, you know, even if you look back at the Amari Cooper led receiver I mean, corps, Dak but, just has so many boneheaded moves that cost them yeah, games. But he also had to distribute the, he also like this is I think you can judge him more after the this season where there's no Zeke making his stupid feed me nonsense. By the way. For a guy who nobody cares about to still like the like you ask me why I'm an old curmudgeon and the peacocking bothers me so much, it's because of Zeke Elliott. Okay. That guy needs to shut up. No did, he, did, he, did he do that at all yesterday? I was waiting for it to be. I was I, I was I was pre-upset. I was preemptively <laughs> upset and annoyed by it. And thankfully I didn't have to look at it, but it's it's, so because, it's because it ruined your Thanksgiving one year and you never got over Yeah, it. well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, top five, it, top five teams. He sucks. He's he falling does. off so hard. I got the Eagles clear cut as number one. I'm moving the Ravens to number two. I I, I really really like what 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 Harbaugh and company are doing there. Ravens. You guys flip it. I'm begrudgingly putting the Chiefs in three because I still think they are a one trick pony and they don't play very good defense, but they keep winning and I and it's hard to take that away from them. So I got the Chiefs at three. I've got a tie at four. I got Lions just slightly above Dolphins. 
And Dolphins, Dolphins no, I know, no. Dolphins have lost now some big games to some good teams. Good right? Tool, tool think, looks like doo-doo when he's facing a QB over 500 or a team I mean, over 500. You, you were making faces at me with the Lions. I, I, I still think the Lions. I, I, I like the Lions at five. Again, the biggest sleeper team right now is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Six I and got, two. So I got the Jags at five. And I was I and I almost wanted to drop the Dolphins out completely and put yes, the Bengals in because I think, no, no, no. I think no, Joe, not, Joe, not yet Joe for Poole the Bengals. Is rolling. Not yeah. yet for the Bengals. They're the hottest team right now. I, I, I love what the Bengals are doing. Yeah. I, I just I, I think I think the Jaguars are, are built better for the long term than the Bengals are. I, I, I first of all, I would put Ravens over Eagles. Eagles are suspect. They barely beat the Commanders. They 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 squeaked one by on the Cowboys. They're a great team, but they're not. I don't think they their bye week is coming at the perfect time. But I don't think they're the best team in the league right now. Honestly, I think you're giving that to the Ravens because while the Eagles are getting their wins, it's close in score to a lot of these teams. The Ravens they're taking teams that were like, oh, the the Lions are really great. Curb stomp them. Oh, the Seahawks are a pretty strong team. Great defense. Curb stomped them. Like they are just shutting down really good teams I still, I still, in embarrassingly large the Ravens, margins. Listen, the Ravens, the, the AFC North is clear cut the best division in football, right? I mean, the Ravens are seven and two. The Steelers somehow are five and three. The Browns somehow are five and three. And then the Bengals are five and three. The whole, the whole yeah. is over 500. And the Bengals have won four in a row. I, I I think it's you have to take a really good look at whatever the Bengals like. If they could just start a little bit faster, it's it's the Ron syndrome here yeah. we have here, right? They, they they start out so slow out of the gate that they're always playing catch up. But they've won four in a row, and they they look good doing it. And they've they're beating real teams as well, right? They're not just beating up on on the scrubs of the league, including the Bills yesterday. So, like I think the Bengals deserve a nod there. The Ravens, what 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 they're as good as their defense is. It feels leaky at times, depending on the opponent. But they, but it's just a feeling because they, they haven't it act, they haven't actually played that way. And and like you said, I give them credit. I mean, they went into Seattle and that I mean that game didn't even get on the red zone. Like it was it was like yeah. nobody was flipping over to find that game. It's got to be. I mean, I mean 37, 37 three against the Seahawks. Keep that in mind yeah. when we play the Seahawks. Well, they made week. and they made Geno look like Geno. Yeah, I mean thirty eight six over the Lions. We we just said the Lions are a top five team, thirty eight six. Well, it's, it's, and, yeah. and the AFC is going to get tighter, I think, as as we get closer and closer to playoffs. I mean, the Colts they have no business being four and five, in my opinion. They're four and five. The Raiders, and and, and we got to talk about this for a second. Antonio Pierce taking over. I, I don't think I had him in the top ten as far as available uh, head coaching candidates. And and truthfully, I don't think Davis had him either. I I, I think he knew he wanted to fire. Josh, I didn't know. I don't think he knew he was going to hire Antonio Pierce to be the head coach. Um, but apparently, you guys follow the story where McDaniel's called for like a team meeting. Team meeting yeah, he said, "Hey, everything's on the table. You can vent about anything you want." They and crushed they him. In crushed it. him, and he was all in his feelings and upset about everything. I mean, did you? Yeah, this, this is wild. Like, if you call for it, like you got to like. Apparently, he was so distraught, like he wasn't game planning. He wasn't doing anything. And part of it was Antonio Pierce basically telling the locker room, like the difference between their locker room now and his locker room on the Giants circa 2007 was that like, even though they were not performing, 
the, the, the box score showed that they were losing games. They believed they could win and beat anyone, including the then undefeated Patriots in the Super Bowl. And McDaniels, apparently, you see this? McDaniels apparently told him, don't, like he pulled him aside and said, don't ever talk about the Patriots like that. Like, what? What is that? What is that? I, I don't understand how McDaniels gets his job. He's going to go right back to – he's going to go – like, my worst nightmare. My worst Actually, nightmare. LP had a great take the other day. He was uh, – what was it? You, you, uh, the Jeff Saturday know, but it was comparison. Great. The Jeff Saturday comparison. No, I was just saying that uh, Jeff Saturday gets the job and everyone is all up in arms yeah. that he wasn't qualified. Antonio Pierce, pretty much the same situation. Gets the job completely unqualified. Like lots no, of praise. Yeah, yeah. high yeah. high praise for one. But I, I just have to say other. this out loud so that you can you can walk me off the ledge in the coming weeks. McDaniel's will return to the Patriots. Yeah. If they come here to Washington, I'm done. And and somehow the the narrative, your your boy Florio, who I don't know how is he still in bed. How does Florio have a radio show and we can't get syndicated? Like I, I don't understand what's happening. Syndicated. Syndicated. Right. But I mean, we, we used to have syndication, but that, that's for another time. We, my worst fear is that it's some combination of the, the, the Billy B package, which includes Matt Patricia running the defense and McDaniels calling the offense and, you know, Bill Belichick coming in and standing, doing his best Ron impression on the sidelines, hands crossed in a cutoff commander's uh, sweatshirt. I can't have it. Please, like that will be the end for me. I can't, I just can't have it. I agree. That but, would be the end. To play devil's advocate. Let me play devil's advocate. No, 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 I can't. No, 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 no. I, I'm in I can't full go from a, I you. can't go from a coach who doesn't like have a filter on his mouth and says stupid stuff all every week. It seems to a coach who never says anything about anything. I will say the Bill Belichick way of handling the media is exactly what the DC media needs, though. Well, it's what no. Ron needs needed four years ago when he yeah. when he woke up and realized, oh, the DC media very different than the Carolina than the Charlotte media scene, right? Where everybody's going to the diner after the games and just hanging out with a, a short stack of pancakes. Like it's not it's, no, no, we may not be New York, but this we're not Charlotte either. No, 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 no. no. I don't li- listen. I don't want the the BB package either. No, I can't. I can't. I can't have it. Right. Can't. That'll be the one move that's actually worse than what we have right now. Like keeping Ron and EB and JDR, it would be a better move. I don't, than want, McDaniels the anywhere, I don't want McDaniels anywhere near the team. I don't want Belichick. Like I don't want any retreads. Like McDaniels I, shouldn't even have a OC opportunity. He's anymore. ruined like, two he's franchises. Done. Ironically, both in the same division. He ruined the Broncos, and then he and then he ruined <laughs> the the Raiders. It's true. It's true. Right. I want Lou and Arumo, the DC for the Bengals. That's who I want. No, I want one of no, I want, I want no somebody DCs. who knows DC. I want I want a no, DC. What do you mean no DC? Robert Saul has a DC. That team's doing great. No, no, no. Uh, D'Amico Ryan's no, is no, a no. DC. I want, I want somebody He's who's doing great as a head coach. DC. I want somebody who's been in Washington DC before. What? Why? Because they're all they all succeed because they're all winning. Kevin O'Connell, winner. Josh McDaniels. Well, not Josh McDaniels. What's uh Mike McDaniels? Mike McDaniels, winner. You Matt want LaFleur. one of those guys LaFleur, to come back? Winner, That's never McVay, gonna happen. Winner, Shanahan, winner. LaFleur, LaFleur will probably be available. What has he I done without him. Aaron Rodgers? 
I mean, he doesn't. He's not. He's not the GM. I want a. I want a team president, a GM, and a head coach. Great. Three individual roles with different I, responsibilities. Listen, I want to trade. Us- I want to trade. Who? Who? Where can we trade Ron and JDR? This is the question, right? Let's build a package. Like, let's build a package and let's trade Ron and JDR to what do you got? Where can we send them? The, the UFL. Why would, why would anybody take them? Maybe Arizona would take them. No. No. Arizona just hired a coach. Broncos. Maybe the Broncos would take them. We'll trade for uh, what's for, for Sean Payton. You really no. want Sean Payton and the team that gave up 70 points in a game? No, I don't want Sean Payton. So that, that's you. the concerning part to me, right? Like there was a report Mark that these words, the defensive coordinator for the Bengals, he comes here, you retain EB so for a second had, year. We had, we had a good run with a former uh, Bengals uh, coordinator once upon a time. So I, true. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you guys, you guys crushed him and crushed me for liking him. Jay Gruden. Jay Gruden, the yes. coordinator was great. Jay Gruden, Jay Gruden yeah. the head coach was an idiot. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so we we slightly disagree on the top five. I want to put a bow on that too. Well, I mean, the, tonight's game really has no impact on the the bottom or the the top of the league. Where do you guys have Jets, the Niners? Jets get a win. I I think the Niners are going to have to prove it. I mean, they're on a little bit of a slide here. I, I think they are. I don't know, five or six, maybe. They're comfortably in the five to ten range. Yeah. Five to ten. I mean, I think they're better than that, but they've they've lost three in a row. So I, I think they've, they've lost three in a row. They've got they're a on bye week. And and Purdy Purdy has to show that he's closer to uh, a legit quarterback than he is to uh, a guy in his tenth game or whatever it's, it is. I, I think catching up to him, yeah, yeah. And and frankly, I mean, they're they're not a lock to win the NFC West. I mean, I, I think they're going to have to. The Seahawks will challenge them, and I think the Seahawks are looking at the Commanders and saying, "Hey, we we can beat this team and move you know move within half a game." Hey, like, it's a good it's, thing they added a blue chip uh, edge rusher for basically free. I mean, I like the move for them. I don't. I don't know if they'll extend Chase before he actually shows it. But even if they don't, it it was a nothing. It, it was it was a no sum move. Uh, they sure. got a compensatory pick, gave it to right. us. They lose nothing. They lose nothing. And and apparently Trent made some calls to to some friendlies in DC before, you know. Sh- apparently, apparently, Shani asked if this would be a reasonable move, and you know, obviously they have ties here. Trent made some calls and said, "Yeah, like he's he's just not working hard." Well, there's also other rumors that like Chase wasn't happy here, and and you well, listen to that calling in the radio shows. Yeah. Well, you also you listen to you listen to what John Allen kind of his 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 pregame speech yesterday, where he's clapping a hundred times, sacrificing yourself, and if everybody does it and everybody buys it, like it's just it's really weird that that is the week that Jonathan Allen is coming sure. out and saying all that stuff. It's, I, I mean the. Apparently, they, they, both of Sweat and Chase were big personalities in the locker room, but now the locker room seems happier, according to the beat reporters. I don't know if any of it's true, if it's just the team painting a certain picture, but if he truly wasn't happy here and he wasn't being used, right? Good riddance. Good riddance. I, think, I, think, I think this week's game against the Seahawks on Sunday will, will prove just how valuable or invaluable they, the Chase in particular was to the defense, right? Because I think... Um, again, like the, the Seahawks, they, they, they didn't play well against the Ravens, but they've got legit wide receiving options, right? Tyler Lockett may not be the fastest guy, but he, he's a hands guy. He will get open and he will catch the ball and fall over. And if you give him enough space, he will, he'll burn you. DK Metcalf. If I, I agree with you, FP, if, if it's Forbes one-on-one, 
I, I then I expect DK Metcalf start him in all fantasy formats because he's yeah. gonna get he's gonna get 50 take, take the over on any bet you can absolutely play. absolutely but they can also run the ball and, and I think this right. is where it's gonna be scariest right Gino's not the most mobile but he can get four or five yards at a time and they've got multiple no name you know running backs that that can burn you yeah I mean Kenneth Walker's having a solid year. Yeah, I I think this will be a, a true test, and if they can pull this win out, I think they're they're going to be in better shape. But um, there's two things I wanted to to get back to uh, before we put a bow on the show here. Any any other NFL topics? Because I'm going to switch gears here for a second. FPLP. Switch. Switch. <laughs> I want to talk about Wemby for ten seconds. Is he the greatest? Is he going to be the greatest player we've ever seen? I actually haven't seen him play once yet. Are you serious? Yeah, even I've watched. I, oh my god! The NBA, NBA is, is getting harder. You gotta get harder. on YouTube. Get on YouTube and and watch the some courts of the games. and the colors the and the tournament. Him. He he is he and is, the Wizards being so awful. Last week there was a matchup between the Suns, between Wemby and and Durant in particular. When these guys, like any picture you see online of them two, like in the frame, they look like aliens. They look like dinosaurs <laughs> squaring off to to like. It's crazy. How, like what they like their size and dimensions are bananas. But bananas. can he play a full season? We're gonna I still find don't out. Think so. We're gonna find out. I don't I'm, think he'll be able to. The, I'm fascinated right now, FP, by his. Uh, have you seen his warm up video where he goes onto the court with his hands and t- his toes? By the way, toes are like six feet long, but <laughs> his hands and toes, and he does these like agility drills where he looks. I mean, he, he looks like a camel. I, I don't know how else to describe it. You, you gotta watch it. <laughs> LP, that's your homework for the week. You gotta watch at least uh, some Wemby highlights. Uh, we can get into the NBA next week. And then the last, last thing is staying on the basketball topic. Clay Travis, are you guys following this Clay Travis bit from last week? The Aces won the WNBA uh, championship, yada, yada, a couple weeks back. And Clay went out there and said, hey, like, I don't care, but congrats, but I don't care. Like, stop forcing this product on me. Nobody nobody cares. Like, even, even the parents of the women playing in the league, or the person, sorry, not women, the persons playing in the league, they don't care either, okay? So <laughs> there were some shots fired both ways. And then Clay put up a million dollars and said, any, let me let me pick a team out of let me pick a, a random high school team out of anywhere in America, basically a state championship level team. They would crush the aces in a series or in a one off game. I 100 percent agree with Clay Travis. One hundred. Yep. And if it's for charity, I don't know what the negative would be to actually having a game like that play out. What am I missing here? What am I missing? Why not do it? They don't. It they destroys would, the WNBA more than it's already destroyed. Yeah, the WNBA players wouldn't want to do it. Well, if they win, then they can. The, then their ad campaign of like "we're better than you" is legitimate. No, they're better than high schoolers. Okay. The the, the you have to and think about it. Clay Clay it. went down to the high school level for this challenge, and I think because yeah. nobody nobody is denying. A collegiate a college team, team sure. not being able to do D2 it. or D3 team. Would right. I mean, for, for him to put up a million dollars, I mean, that's not, I, not nothing. That's, put, that's putting money where your mouth is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, maybe in a series, the, the WNBA team gets one game off of maybe. But I mean, have you seen these AAU teams or these high school teams? These, these boys? They're ridiculous. They are, they're, yeah. yeah. They're physical. They would, a, they would have to play on an NBA, like, on a WNBA court, like where the the court is shorter and the ball is smaller, that the boys might win by fifty. Like, it, it I mean, yeah, if if you give them what uh, I forgot that the ball is smaller. Gonzaga or, or yeah, and the court is shorter. 
Potomac and Zaga, some just just the DC schools alone. Matha. Flint Hill, Dematha, uh, they're I mean, all the, playing the amazing. DC Catholic school league all stars probably beat the Aces. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I thought it was it was it was fantastic exchange back and forth on X, but but they, they uh, won't take it. They're not going to. No, take they it. won't take it. There was also some. Uh, I mean, listen, the internet's a wild place. We got you got people trading draft picks for. Uh, uh, you know, uh, opportunities to have sex with each other's wives within the fantasy league. That was making Son, the you take you take the bet. You you take the wife. I can't do it. Can't do it. You take the wife. Can't do all it. day. There's no way. There's no way. We had. We're not going to name. It's so fake. Who, it's so we fake. Had, we of had, course, it's fake. But we had someone still... in our in our offline chat. I would have never expected to chime in. <laughs> come in off the rafters, drop the flying elbow, saying, "You got to take the bet. You got to take the bet." I can't. I can't. I'm telling you, if it's a woman, first of all, the 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 script was, you trade CMC for uh, Pollard, yeah, and you get to sleep with the dude's wife. Yes, that's you take it a hundred out of a hundred times. Oh, I, I think it, no, no, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think if so. you are already fantasizing about the wife. Now you're adding to it. You're adding to it. He said in the in the in the tweet. You guys are dissecting a false. I think think you're a little too into it, FP. I I think there's probably a Reddit thread or somewhere for you to maybe live this out a little bit more. I I just can't see anybody actually. I I can't see it. I can't. I can't see. Fantasy football, like I can argue either side of it. I'm gonna choose not to, but. I think that that's why some of the comments in our offline chat just completely caught me by surprise. Like you can at always, end, you can always draft McCaffrey day. next year, right? Like you can yeah, always. At, at the end of the day, if always you're, another season. <laughs> if you're if you're prioritizing real life experiences with fantasy football, that's what I'm saying well, that's a good point. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, it's fake. It's fake. What, yes, what we, we know it's fake. For? LP God. I, <laughs> Nobody's arguing the validity of it. This is yeah. We we went too long for him. He's falling asleep. That's it. He's killing the bit. He's got to go. Yeah. All right. All right. FP. Thank you for making time. LP. Thank you for making time as well. It was good. Commanders improved to four and five. The march to the playoffs and uh, the the sixth year of Ron uh, continues. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, If you want to find any of our backlog shows, they are all over the internet. So just search DTC on any social media platform or any podcast platform. Thank you for hanging out with us. We will likely do a second show this week. Stay tuned for that. In the meantime, LP's got some homework to watch uh, some Wemby basketball. FP, maybe check out a uh, Champions League game here or there if you don't mind. Stevie Stevie wants to come on with Matt the Met to close out the baseball season, talk about the Rangers and what the Nats need to do to be competitive next year. So it should be a good week or week and a half for us. Thank you so much for hanging out, out with us. This has been DTC Defeating the Curse. Thanks again. See you soon.